You know what? You gave me a homework assignment, mm-hmm. and I thought it was just the TV series. And then the other day when I read your email going, oh, and we're going to do one and two, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the Pontypool director is throwing a vampire wedding in a new movie coming out called Dreamland. Uh, director Bruce McDonald, he made his return with Dreamland, and he premiered it uh, last summer at Fantasia's Film Festival in Montreal. But the film is going to take place on one of the strangest weddings in cinema history, where a gang boss is hiring the serial killer to go after the finger of some jazz legend that did him wrong. All, and it all takes place during a vampire wedding. But it's got um, Juliette Lewis, you might remember from Natural Born Killers, Henry yeah. Rollins, the big rocker, who was also featured in that horror movie Feast, and then Stephen McHattie, who was in Pontypool. Pontypool's really good. It's like a Canadian zombie movie where Stephen McHattie plays like a DJ. And then, like, during the zombie outbreak, and he's getting calls, like, on his radio, you know, chat line about everything that's going on in the town. And it's kind of a cool way to make, like, a low-budget zombie movie. It's pretty great. Anyway, it came out, I don't know, like probably the language is what turned him into zombies, I believe, right? Oh, yeah, it was passed through audio tones or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like The Cell. Yeah, it's a little bit yeah. like that. Um, that's a Stephen King story, right? The Cell? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's um, passed through, well, your phones. So same yeah. concept. Which would terrify everyone because everybody is like what connected to at least three devices in the day, right? Right. <laughs> it would work. Games, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it would definitely get everybody. Um, and then if you're into conspiracy theories, like you know, that's like something that you would think about, like the government having or something. You know, they t- oh, they actually do it. They're doing that. They're making new movies where they're saying like the five G technology is the killer. In, in new horror movies that are coming out. They're they're, ma- oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because well, they're developing, like, all the 5G stuff right now, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the new thing. Um, then I heard Paramount's going to re-release Friday the 13th again in, like, a Steelbook limited edition. It was supposed oh, to already nice. come out. It was supposed to come out this week, but they delayed it. What's funny is it's got great packaging. It's got a classic poster. And then it goes into, like, you're going to get the bonus content, but they're like, oh, but no new content. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you put out a, it's a great movie. It'd be good for people that haven't seen it, right? Who haven't bought, like, a special edition, but. You know what? What's up? I just watched uh, Never Hike Alone. It was a fandom movie that was kickstarted. It was, like, $19,000, and it's pretty damn fucking good. Oh, I I think I heard about that. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, but that's not the one that takes place at wintertime, right? There's another one coming out, I think, look, where it's, like. They're gonna bring back the guy that was um, what's that? What's that guy's name? Tommy, whatever. Like the only one that's like considered like uh, Tommy. Tommy Jarvis. Tom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Jason's nemesis, right? Like yeah. they, they said they're gonna do one a fan film with Tommy Jarvis, and they went back and got the actor from Return of the Living Dead, who played him in oh. that. Who played him in like part whatever six? It was part six, right? Yeah. Didn't remember, remember like, yeah. part, but he is definitely in that Never Hike Alone. Oh, he is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it is it the same? Is that the same actor? Because that's probably the movie I'm thinking of. It's the same actor, but yeah. it wasn't in the winter. Okay. Okay. I thought it was going to be set to like you know frozen country or whatever, but I guess yeah, not. Maybe but. they thought they were going to get more money to do something like that, but it was probably easier to do it in the spring or the summer. Wow. Hmm. And this is not horrific unless like unless Danny DeVito scares you, then Disney's going to do. A live-action version of Hercules from the Russo brothers, who just did like you know Avengers Endgame, but um, 
It's kind of interesting. I don't know if anybody saw the Disney cartoon. You know, Hercules that came out like in the 90s. Well, that's long time. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, oh, he did? Wow. I, I got a bug up my butt to watch it. So, you know, I got the oh. Disney Plus. I threw it on. Nice. Me and the wife enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, they're yeah. Well, they're talking about like whether or not they're going to bring back Danny DeVito to play like the centaur, right? Like you know Hercules' mm. mentor in that movie or whatever. But yeah, why not? I knew you watched it, Dave. That's the reason I brought it up. But I just thought like, and then I read the story live action. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Coincidental. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> folks, I'm sure you can tell that we have like a another voice on tonight. That's our guest. That's Rebecca Love, who's the uh, Skinamax B Queen of late night. Uh, Rebecca, you want to do like a brief intro? Well, I am that. Yeah. I mean, you can see a lot of my movies late time on HBO and Cinemax. I do have a movie on Amazon Prime right now called Girls, Guns, and Blood, and that's more of a grindhouse. Nice. I am known for the adult world. Many, many years ago, I did a lot of movies um, from adult to the erotica late night, and now I focus around horror because I have my Twitch channel and all, so... It's one of my passions. I love horror. Nice. Yeah. We all love horror here, too. So. Yeah, we're big yeah. horror fans. We're a huge I, horror fan. So. <laughs> I figured <laughs> since we watched Creepshow and all that, I figured oh, it was yeah. going to be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she does. So speaking of that, she joins us tonight to discuss these dark delights with, such as Creepshow, Creepshow 2, Creepshow the series, and Body Bags. We'll also entertain all of you with lonely binge watchers out there with a Q&A with Rebecca Love herself. So stay tuned. Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Creepshow was a horror anthology film that came out in 82. It was an amazing collaboration between – well, somebody's beeping. It was uh, – Creepshow was a, uh, a horror collaboration that came together in 82 with Ramiro and Stephen King. I, it's reported that it being like Stephen King's first screenplay, and then the movie's broken down to like five stories. There's also a prologue and an epilogue involving a child whose dad hates comic books. Uh, whose name is Billy, and that kind of ties the stories together. And then, um, essentially, it's kind of like an homage to like all these comic books that came out in the fifties, like Vault of Horror and stuff like that. With, uh, geez, I, I don't know who had the, who owns those titles now, but there or were a bunch of horror stories back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, it's probably a company that's not even here anymore. But um, so that's essentially what what Creepshow is. Um, it's pretty cool. I've always loved Creepshow. I've seen it probably I don't know a million times at this point. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Dave, you got a favorite story in the first creep show? Um, I'd have to say the very first one, Father's Day. Uh, that's the one with Ed <laughs> Harris, and um, I think he was the biggest name in that one. I think Bonnie Bedelia, maybe. Um, for anybody who remembers her. Uh, but that's like a basically a zombie one of a father who takes his revenge on Father's Day. I won't say much more than that for anybody who hasn't seen it. Mm. But that's probably my favorite. And Ed Harris does a really, really goofy dance in it to disco music. Oh, I, oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and he had some more hair in that movie, too. Oh, Just a little funny. bit more. Not a that much, more. though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So what about you, Nick? What's your favorite uh, creepy story in the first movie? Uh, mine's the uh, number three with Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson. Mine too. Oh, so good, oh yeah. Right? The one with oh. Ted Danson yeah. is called um, "That's Mine Too." I guess we all like it's called something to tide you over, yeah. right? Oh. Tide being the key it's... word. Yeah, and very Les- poetic. Leslie Nielsen is so good in it. <laughs> yeah, I love him in that movie. Or in that segment. He's so good. Well, it's unusual yeah. for his type of character, right? Ter- character actor mm-hmm. that he is to be so, like, uh, diabolical in this short story. But also, Ted Danson is doing, like, some of the best acting in his whole career from the he neck is. up. I <laughs> have to agree with that. Yeah. I have to agree. And he looks so young. And I'm watching, I'm binging Cheers right now. So to watch him was. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, wow. The word that used earlier, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and revisited Cheers recently because they added all of it to Netflix. So it's kind of like instead of watching like seven episodes of The Office, I'll watch like three three offices and, and four Cheers, right? Because I can't wind down. You know, I'm up till – these guys know. I'm up till like 3 o'clock in the morning. And, he, uh, John's on the East Coast in case you didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, – what time is it here? Uh, out oh, here it's like 1240. <laughs> yeah, it's like 1240 right now. A little short, short before 1 a.m. But um, – Damn. That's, I, I, Wait a minute. It's only three hours – Later, yeah, yeah, on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I, I, I think that's pretty unique that we all honed in on the Ted Danson story from that movie. That's really cool. It's so great. It's such a great. It movie. really is. I yeah. know it wasn't my pick, but I do. I, I could choose any one of those any day of the week. But yeah, I mean, the like entire all, movie's great. Yeah, all five stories are entertaining, but I think we gave the audience like a great reason to go back and revisit the first movie. I mean. That's like so many votes for that story that they. I would definitely think they'd be adding it to their queue later. I would say go oh, yeah. rent it somewhere, but you can't. There's like no. There's no stores to walk into and talk to video people anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you miss those days? I Going do. We, we, yeah. yeah, we do. We do. Like, and part of paying the bills in film school for us was like we were all we all worked at video stores. So, yeah. so like we, you know, we we were in. Yeah, so you would a, try to get a couple of the new releases, but then you would see an awesome box cover, and you'd be like, "Wait a minute, I'm going to try the one behind me on those uh, shelves." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we were kind of like, I, well, I don't know if we were film snobs. We probably were. We were probably like the resident film snobs, right? We probably like. But I remember some teenagers came in and asked me what Howard the Duck was, and I like, what? I, I had to, I had to stop myself. <laughs> I had to stop myself profusely and just like, I had to clear my throat and try not to be a real dick and be like. Howard the Duck is awesome. It's it's cult cinema. And you was need, it too you mainstream to for you? Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I just watched The Assistant last night, uh, and I I blew up. I really? felt like I was watching a vlog. Really? Oh, okay, really? okay. If I could give a one for a movie, and you can yeah. on IMDb, mm-hmm. I haven't yet, but I will because that was the worst movie I've seen in history, and I've been around the, you know I've been around for a very long time now. See, and I almost rented that for like four bucks yesterday. I like, I had it, you know. You got it for four, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I was, go- well, I, I was gonna rent it, but now, now, I think I'll take your review of it and and steer clear. The only other, oh, the only other okay. standard now is like the Rotten Tomatoes. You know, if like a movie gets zero, right? Which I think like, um, the only thing that comes to mind recently is they did the Gotti movie with John Travolta, Ugh. and it got a zero. Was it right. bad? I didn't watch it. I, heard I it. don't know. It was almost unwatchable. Yeah, really. yeah. I heard it was just aimless. It, it had no structure whatsoever, and it was just cliche after cliche. That's <laughs> too bad. Ugh. 
I, I mean, it's hit or miss with him, right? It's like flipping over a quarter. It's like you know, sometimes he <laughs> sometimes he hits the end zone, and sometimes he just fizzles out. But right, but you see John Travolta, and you might trust it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you put his name on the poster, you gotta. You, you, you might, know. you might, yeah. you might. The, assistant, yeah. the girl from Ozark. You're like, mm, okay, I'll do it. I'm in. It's probably what sold the movie was the fact that you know writing on the coattails of of her being cast in Ozark. Well, that, and so. then they put those film festival things and awards, and I'm like, all right, I'll give it a. Shame on you, because I will never do that again. I will never be pulled into that. The last time they got me was lost in translation. Uh, hey, Dave, I think that Rebecca's a binge watcher. Mm. It sounds like. <laughs> sounds like yeah. If I don't have to leave my house, which is the norm. Right. Um, <laughs> lately, it's been mandatory lockdown, so I've been streaming a lot. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's my go-to pleasure. It's good. Speaking of go-to pleasures, the next line in our lineup tonight is Creepshow 2, yes. which is a sequel. Well, I don't know. You can't really call it a sequel, right? Because they're anthologies. They're different stories, so, but they have the same name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Better than Creepshow 1. It, it, I agree. I, agree. Yeah. I like the sequel more. Um, it's only three stories as opposed to five. But um, the first one, Chief Woodenhead, is kind of eh. It's kind of a weak beginning, but then it, it gets into the raft, which is really twisted. And then um, ends with a pretty strong story called The Hitchhiker. Um, Nick, do you got a favorite of these? Mine's The Raft. Yeah, I, mine I, too. I love, I love yeah. that one, right? It's so same, same it reminds here. me of The Blob. Yeah. And reminds again, you of what? The fact. It reminds you of what? The Blob. Oh, The Blob. Yeah, like the 80s Blob, which is, I it think, is. technically. Yeah, same concept. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What's funny is, like, I, I was looking at the. It is a blob, essentially. It's just like a mass, like an ooze or something. It's but... like an oil slick or something. Yeah. yeah. But they had that. They had that one shot, and I never noticed this, but because we went back and rewatched it for this podcast, I went back and like they go to a, a, a long shot, and the the there's like two ducks swimming around. I was like, oh, okay, obviously they couldn't remove the ducks from the pond or whatever. But I was like, they're not afraid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I was like, oh, they don't see the monster. They're they're just chilling. Uh, but obviously, like they, you know, they couldn't afford to reshoot that shot, probably. And they're like, "Oh man, do we like kill the whole shot, or we just, leave? or is no one gonna notice the ducks?" Nobody's gonna notice it because I didn't uh, notice it. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't notice it either, That's the thing. They're like, been, they're so. like, uh, you know, twenty years from now, some a hole is gonna watch this and notice the ducks in the pond, and then be talking about it on a, you know, a okay. show. <laughs> First of all, it's a creep show. Yeah, yeah. It's a creep show. Yeah, There's yeah. so many flaws to creep show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad B B movie. Yeah. What, but actually, Dave, what's your theory on B-movies? That they're actually really good, right? They, they have their own place in the universe. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, just uh, just because they're not, um, I don't know, it's unfair to say not top tier, but just uh, they're, they're just their own thing. I mean, you know, there's also more variety, I guess, you know. Well, Dave, what's um, that one movie where the people melt? It's like a horror movie where the people melt. Oh, sh- Street the Trash? Stuff. Yeah. The Stuff? Or The, or stuff. the stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a few oh, different ones. Oh, The Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you I guys say. The stuff I think of street trash. There's all kinds. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I was ju- I was just trying to think of examples of B movies that you have. I know you have in your collection that you like. Um, oh, you, you kind of put me on the spot. <laughs> Sorry, I veered, right? I veered off. Are you looking behind you right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll stick to Creepshow too. Sorry. Okay, so so oh, Nick, you already said the raft, and Rebecca said mm-hmm. the raft. Dave, what about I you, Creepshow 2? Oh, because everybody's in for the oh, rap. Oh, wow. Everyone's okay. For the longest time, I, I was on the, I was with the raft, right? I was, I was, that was my favorite. But 
watching it again last night, I'm going with the hitchhiker because halfway through the story, I thought maybe she really is out of guilt. Like she had a uh, psychotic break and she really is just imagining the, the victim uh, like coming after her. Like she could have the mm-hmm. entire time having like a psychotic break and, and it's all a hallucination Right. Oh yeah, she hit the trees. So yeah, she hit all the trees. Yeah, yeah, she had the accident. She hit her head. Yeah, I was like, and I never thought about that until I until I watched it again for the show. I was like, hmm, I wonder if I've been watching this wrong the entire time. But generally, the magic is real and the monsters are real in Creep Show, so it probably is just like surface level face value. Like he really did come back and has been chasing her this whole night. But I go back to like the way she was acting in the beginning, the way she's acting in the car accident, and I was like, wow, did she freak out? have an accident and then make the accident worse, then get home and just literally die of toxic fumes from her car in the garage when her husband that, finally yeah. came home. Anyway. Totally, yeah, I, or I yeah then you realize you're watching Creepshow. <laughs> and it can't end like that. Yeah. It's got to be the, uh, thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah. <laughs> he had the easiest lines in the uh, whole movie. To only have that's one the only line. ones he had to get down. That's, that's actually harder, I think, when you only get like one or two lines and you have to deliver it 25 different ways. And there's only so many ways you can say a line, maybe. You know, like, uh, but it, I mean, I, on his call sheet, can you imagine like his sides? It's just that one word, like, thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> well, he said it in all different ways, but yeah, think you don't have to memorize the whole monologue. Oh. Yeah, that's that true. Is, well, yeah, that basically was his whole or monologue. If you're, if, or, hey, if say, you're a... Uh, that if you're, was a section, uh, as a kid, because I saw this when I was probably, like, I don't know, six or seven. Yeah. That segment scared the shit out of me as a little kid, though. I will say, there's me something too. about that. Wow. Because you always heard about no, the No, no, the, the hitchhiker. Oh, no, but the raft did the same thing for me when I used to go to lakes. I'll me, go, like, too. I could see that. I used to... Also, I'm like, what, is that like an oil slick? What is that? Oh, so that, that same thing for me when I was a kid. It, it messed me up. I still what? do that now. I go to a, a lake spot <laughs> around here where there's a raft. I'm like, I'm always on the lookout for the fucking sludge creature. Oh man, <laughs> really? I, I'll do the ocean, and I still think of Jaws. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's take a brief moment to talk to you about Beachbody on Demand. I've tried it for a month now. I'm putting it into my routine. I'm pleasantly surprised. Give you a little background. They're the people that brought you P90X and Sanity 21 Day Fix, but now they're fully on demand with over 1,300 varieties of things to do to try out while you're stuck at home. You can stay active, you can work out, and take these classes in the comfort of your own home. Pretty cool. So, for listeners of Binge Watchers Podcast, you can try it absolutely free. Uh, you can try Pie Yo. Check this out. It's from Shailene Johnson. That's Pie Yo. It's like Pilates and yoga combined, but it's more intense, but it's also really fun. So try that out. Uh, what's funny is, if you think about binge watchers, you think about, oh, all the binge watchers out there must be couch bodies instead of beach bodies. Here's your chance to prove them wrong. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text B I N G E, that's binge, to. 30 30 30 get a special free trial membership when you text binge to 30 30 30 you'll get full access to the entire platform for free all the workouts the nutrition information and the total support that you need to get started just text binged to 30 30 30 and now back to the show and that's the sign of a good movie like when something like that does that and you you're like oh oh no this thing really jacked me up 
Yeah. That does it with me with Poltergeist and the clown under the bed that grabs oh. the legs, oh. or like oh, uh, Stephen King Pet Cemetery with the scalpel on yeah. the oh. back of the. Oh, oh. I always think of that when I get up to my bed. Hmm. Wait. Oh, like when this? he cuts the when he cuts the back of Judd's leg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty uh, intense. The Achilles tendon. Oh. Yeah, and it's um, what's his name who played? Um, he's from the Monsters. What is that actor's name? <laughs> oh, Fred Gwynn. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. awesome, and he's like really awesome at Pet Cemetery, and you feel bad for the guy in that movie. That's why it's, it's so good. Um, but yeah, that's terrible. The scalpel thing. Thanks, Rebecca, for reminding me of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, getting back to being creeped out by things, there's also a creep show of the series that is now on AMC yes. Shutter Network. And did you guys get a chance to watch any of those episodes? I watched them all. Oh, you did? Um, wow. I watched yeah. them all back in October when they came out, but I, I refreshed and watched the first two again. Uh, but I love the whole series. Oh, cool. Rebecca, Very is there... in the spirit of the original movies. Oh, really? Hmm. Rebecca, is there a standout episode for you from the new series? The standout, well, only because I grew up near Lake Champlain. So to me, that was going back uh. to my childhood. So the whole um, Loch Ness Monster in the lake and being out. But it wasn't my favorite. It was just because it reminded me when I was a kid oh, and I hmm. grew up there. But my favorite, probably Bad Wolf Down. Oh, that yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. So there's, uh, yeah, so that's World War Two, and there's werewolves and there's Nazis. And then it had the actor from um, Reanimator was playing like one of the oh, yeah. Nazi Holmes, leaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he died. Unfortunately, he died recently. But he this was probably one of the last things he did. Probably. Um, no, hold on, hold on. Jeffrey Combs didn't die. Um, the other guy Gordon. died. Oh, okay. Sorry. The director of those movies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, back but I'm saying you know like there's gonna be headlines. Uh, Jeffrey Combs reported dead. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Fake news. You yeah. get it here first. Whatever. It'll boost the podcast numbers. That's how that, that's how that works. It'll boost the ratings. I think the oh. worst one in the whole series was not my favorite. was The Companion. I was like, meh. Yeah. Hmm. It was I. Which one was that one? That's the one with Billy being like the bully to his brother and he goes into um, – he's running away from his brother and he goes into this uh, farmhouse oh. – and yeah, it's a yeah. scarecrow thing. I was like, yeah. nah, right. We could do better. Yeah. I feel like that's a common myth, like the scarecrow thing. Like that's also in like that book, Scary Stories, where the scarecrow yeah is turned into the scarecrow. So it's yeah, it's very like just common myth. So whatever. That's like a a piecemeal. I don't know why they added it in, but um, what about you, Nick? What's your favorite uh, of the new show? I know it was right. It wasn't like the best one, but it really stood out to me was a uh, head House of Head. Hmm. Oh, the dollhouse? Yeah, the dollhouse one. Like the little girl and like the, that was creepy. It was creepy. Like the little characters move every time, and then there's this like little doll and, head. It was yeah. creepy. Right? And you could see the stories play out with the little yeah. dolls, the way they were positioned. I just, it, I, I have a little do- daughter, and I just thought like, oh man, that'd be really creepy. If so I, like, no dollhouse for Christmas? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> or poltergeist little toys or anything, no. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. And don't go to a yard sale and then buy, like, one used, because you know it's cursed. Go to a yard oh, exactly. sale and see somebody else's toys. Exactly. Wait, spoiler alert, you just gave away the ending. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you uh, uh, spoiler. <laughs> I, that yeah. tends to happen. I get excited. I have to put a di- – I should put the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode, like, hey, Johnny may ruin a movie for you. But it's all in f- good fun, is what I should probably say, like, right at the top. 
It always happens. What did I ruin the other last week? I ruined like Cocoon. What did yeah, it was? Totally okay, first of all, <laughs> if you're talking about '80s movies, they should have seen them by now. So oh, shame oh, so on you, them for so, not watching. See, Rebecca's got my back on this rule. Like, I give people yeah. 24 months. I give you like a two-year window to watch something, and then I feel like it's free game after that. Cocoon, you gave him a 20. You gave him two decades. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. Maybe three. I love right. Cocoon. Cocoon is amazing. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Davey. So, Dave, what's yours? Um, God, I didn't get to go back and rewatch it again, but I I really like that one with uh David Arquette, where it was like a futuristic, like a I don't know, Running Man type show. I, I it's been a while since I've seen it, but um, hmm, maybe I should talk about one I saw again recently. Um, Gray Matter. That first episode was pretty great in terms of the special effects and that. Um, yeah, that great atmosphere. What um, happens in that one? That's one where like uh, there's this uh, drink round um, that is making people sick and kind of morphs them. Um, there's a son, um, and his dad is uh, out of work, so he keeps drinking this shit and morphs into like a big ball of goo, basically. <laughs> oh man, Creepshow can't get far away from these blobs. Like, Not at all. <laughs> man, um, the great old school music or uh, makeup effects. Yeah, I like that one. Um, the finger. Where he finds the finger and he's like a guy that's that miserable and his family like abandoned him and then the creature like grows more and more and more as it goes along. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, now. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, DJ Quills. I was trying to think of the name of that actor. It's DJ Quills who was like he's uh, in he's in Z Nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he? he's uh, plays as a technician. Yeah, guy, yeah. Huh. Who run, does all their computers for him and like this high tech thing? In the first season, he was like their little like um, technician guy. Like he helped them. He ran like their satellites or whatever kind of thing to help the little group that was moving around in that show. Um, I also remember him from a movie called like The New Guy, right? Where he's going to a new school and he doesn't want to mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be the kid that gets left out, so he creates like a whole like uh, um, like he creates like a whole persona or whatever of some kid that supposedly went to prison, right? So then like he's like really cool, does like this whole it was a fun Braveheart movie. gag. Yeah. yeah, it's like a rom com, right? Like when they were doing yeah. all the teen. All the teen movies in the 90s. Early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he the one that slept with the big girl and had the great big panties and they were on the bus? Yeah. Road trip. Road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in that as well. Yeah. There you go. Oh, he also ate the shitty uh, uh, waffle. Not waffles. um, French toast. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, Did anybody discover any hidden gems? Like anything you found on Twitter that you liked? We'll start with Rebecca. Uh Wait a minute, you can't start with me. Okay, I'll move it around. I'll rotate it. All right, Nick. (laughs) Nick, did you find anything else that you liked on Shudder so far? I love Shudder. I think it's a great series. All right, great, um, like, Netflix style uh, for horror. But one of the – I love the Hellraiser series, and there's a thing called Leviathan, and it's like this two-and-a-half-hour, four-hour documentary. Actually, I think it's like four hours worth of, like, the making of the first two Hellraisers, and it is gorgeous if you're, like, a Hellraiser fan. Yeah, I mean, I heard they're coming to HBO. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. From the oh Halloween yeah, guys yeah. They, the um, the HBO series is supposed to be like a direct take off of the original movies, so it'll be almost like a direct sequel. Won't be this these horrible like. Well, we have this contention. We love Hellraiser on the show, Rebecca, but we don't like like the last four or five sequels that have that have come out and like when they replaced I like the, the first one. Yeah, the first one's great. First one's great. Yeah. So, I don't really remember the other ones because 
I remember they were shitty. Yeah, there's one where there's one where these two frat bros go to Mexico, and oh, they're man. and and that's like a found yeah. footage horror film. The Dimension Dimension had Dimension and Miramax had like the rights to it for like ten years, and oh, they they drove it into the ground. Great. Yeah, it was um, so bad. But we well, love the thing is, Hellraiser horror fans are so loyal; they'll even see shitty ones, and they count yeah. on that. They bank on it. Oh, that's like me with aliens. I'll watch anything, every single alien <laughs> movie that comes out. I'll watch it. Well, Alien was my first movie with Sigourney Weaver, and I am a diehard when it comes to that series. Wow. Me too. Uh, so, okay, so I got to ask you: Are you alien or an aliens person? Hmm. Well, I love the original. I. I I kind of like them all. I mean, I the Fair first enough. and the second were good, but I can get on board. I even like the last one that just happened. Oh, Alien Covenant. Yeah, I, yeah, I did Covenant's actually pretty me. good. No, I like Covenant. I, I, I did too. I think the first one is when they were replicating her. I think that was the worst out of all of them. Oh, you're talking about Josh Whedon's um, um, Alien oh, um, Alien Resurrection. Res- Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that has um, what's her what's her name? She's plays the Winona Ryder. Yeah, she plays the android in that one. Who's mm-hmm. like programmed to to assassinate the new Alan Ripley. Um, yeah. I like the fact that the aliens are swimming around because it, it you were talking about Jaws earlier. And they have the aliens swimming underwater in that movie, and I thought that oh, was. Oh, I do pretty... like that. Yeah, I thought that was a cool. That was concept. a cool scene. Yeah, I remember. I um, they were taking scripts for this 40th anniversary thing, and like mine was in the was in consideration, and I did that. I did like an alien that was mixed with like an amphibious creature, so it would have been like Jaws. Um. Yeah. And, anyway, but so I like the idea of the aliens swimming around, and they added in that movie. So. Um, well, I gotta tell you, underwater. Because it's by Scott Ripley. Uh, did you watch it yet? Spoiler alert. Are you alert? talking to new no. Oh, you're talking about the love. Yeah. Didn't you when you? Okay, when you first see the creature, doesn't it kind of look like a chestburster? Yeah. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Just those things that hang down. Well, I think that was their concept, right? They wanted to make Alien underwater, and then they. There's this. There's a theory that it ties in with H.P. Lovecraft stories like uh, Cthulhu, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't draw that correlation. It reminds me more of like a mix between Aliens and Leviathan, which came out with Peter Weller. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really too much like that other one that you like, Nick. That your buddy Sean Cunningham made. What did he make? He made uh... a <laughs> Deep Deep Star Six. Yeah, Deep yeah. Star Six, which is going to get like a special <laughs> edition treatment too. But, oh, um, I don't I'm think I ever watched that. Deep Star Six. It, it's it's so bad. Good? It's good. Are they I lobsters? Know, I, I gotta watch it. What is yeah. the monster in that, Nick? Is it a lobster it, or a it, crab? It's almost like a it's like a lobster. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like a crab, a, a lobstrosity. Crab. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the budget. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. There's no natural transition. I, I always like try to pull on people's words to get to the next part, but I can't. But um. Did any did anybody get a chance to also watch uh, John Carpenter's Body Bags? Uh, I, I did. Have you ever seen this movie, Rebecca? No, I, I only binge creep shows. So tell okay. me about it. Okay, well, briefly, but I'll try not to ruin it because it'd be cool if you I saw. I don't it. care. Okay, so, I, I don't care. So, so, <laughs> body bags. Yeah. So Body Bags is kind of like a creep show, but if made by a partnership between John Carpenter and Toby Hooper. So they have three stories: the gas station hair and the eye 
And the gas station is kind of like about a serial killer who's on the loose during the same time as the Haddonfield murders in like Halloween part four. And it's on the news. It's on the news in this story of the gas station. And these three stories are told by the mortician played by John Carpenter, but he kind of looks like a ghoul. He looks kind of like a creep, like from the creep show. Right. But yeah. he opens the body bags and it, whoever the victim is inside, then we go into their story. So then we go, we see this serial killer thing and it has like a cameo by Robert Carradine from Revenge of the Nerds. It's got a, a brief cameo by Sam Raimi and Wes Craven shows up as a drunk at the gas station, right? Creeping the girl out yeah. who works there. And it's, it's kind of like a final girl scenario, right? Like the main character is a female protagonist and it's like her first day on the job and she has no idea what's going on and like somebody's stalking her at the gas station. So it's pretty provocative, but it's kind of cool. Is uh, this on Shudder? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It actually okay. is. Yeah. I almost forgot. <laughs> I was like, where did I watch this? I was like, where did I watch this movie? <laughs> I got Shudder so I could watch Creepshow, and now I have something else to go to. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Oh, and then, there's tons of stuff on Then Shutter. there's that um, classic actor, Stacey Keach, is in this one called Hair, and he's, like, obsessed because he's going bald, and then he goes into some kind of, like, experimental treatment, and the hair gets out of control. And, nice. Yeah. And so that one's pretty good. And then, then Mark Hamill shows up with Roger Corman in The Eye, about a baseball player that has an accident and then like the eye of a murderer gets put transplanted into his head and he starts having visions of who the person killed. And um, it gets pretty trippy from there. Uh, so one out of ten, what do you give it? You mean body bags? Yeah. Um, well, we do this thing. We actually have something. We do binge now, binge later, or binge never. So I think you can binge now on on body bags. I'll do binge now. Yeah. Later would be would yeah. be creep would be creep show the original because I we all agree that people can dive right into creep show too and then binge never is doing research I didn't even know there was a third creep show I didn't know there was a creep show three <laughs> in two thousand six I saw it today and I was like wait a minute they didn't tell uh, me three yeah 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 because I forgot <laughs> I blanked really it out of my I blanked it out of my mind that it even existed because it's so bad like it, it should be bad. stricken from the record basically. It's embarrassing. Was it backed well, by speak. Stephen King? No. No. No, no, no one. They have nothing to do, with it. to do with Somehow it. Somehow somebody bought the title, bought the rights to do another one, and it's it's a train wreck. Not in a good way. There are good train wrecks, but this is not. This is not. This well, is not technically, it. if you want to watch another, if you want to call it uh, Creep Show 3, technically Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, was supposed to be another Creep, creep Show, three. but it turned out to be yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. So that can complete the trilogy. I like Tales from the dark side. Oh, it's yeah, great. It's, it's, especially it's the a movie. great movie. Yeah. It's a great one. Dave yeah. did a lot of research for the rest of the binge watchers. We tried to keep up. We did listen to some of your podcasts, and we all watched your Twitch video from the Friday the 13th game, which we thought was hilarious. The one where you did like a little Benny Hill sketch. Oh, oh, yeah. I take little clips out of my Twitch things and throw it up on my YouTube. Nice. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, how, did, how did you get your start? Uh, my start in the adult world, Dave. <laughs> well, just in your career, you know what led you down to where you are today. Oh well, I let's see. I uh, left home when I was eighteen, went to college in Florida, and then I started cocktail cocktail waitressing at a strip club to pay my bills. Uh, and then I, I saw that the dancers were making more money, so I transitioned to that. 
And then I saw a feature and I went, oh, I think I want a feature. So I figured out that if you did porn and magazines and all that, that expedites you to feature. Uh, needless to say, I dropped out of college. I went for a year and a half and dropped out. Uh, went over to L.A., got an appointment with uh, Hustler. Hustler and Playboy. Hustler took me and then... From there, I got an agent, and it just snowballed into working in the adult industry for the last 20 years. I did movies. Let's see. I, I did the uh, adult ones until 2006, but one girl didn't show up for the Skinamax movie, and I lived right down the road, so I took her place. Next you know, I started working for HBO and Cinemax and doing those movies with Jim Wynorski and Fred Ray. So thank God that girl didn't show up. And I went on the road featured. Finally, I, I moved to Vegas, met a man, moved to Vegas. I was still featuring. I'm trying to give you the cliff notes of all right. this. Right. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> you're doing, you're doing great. great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I still once in a while do an adult move. Not hardcore. I, I retired from hardcore. I'll do the softcore cameo appearances, stuff like that. And then one day, this person said, well, because I've been camming since the 90s. So I've cammed in the past time when you're not shooting. I at least could still reach out to my fans. So I've been doing that forever. And I still do that. So I have a customer base for the last 20 years. That helps you out, especially during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. But somebody said, well, why don't you... Oh, I wanted to play Friday the 13th. Well, I thought I had to get an Xbox play Friday mm. the 13th. So I grabbed an Xbox, started playing, and then somebody said, well, why don't you stream on Twitch? I'm like, what's Twitch? Mm. So I dug down. Oh, and meanwhile, I learned how to podcast in between that because I did radio for a while, worked with Katie Morgan on her podcast, and I'm, she stopped doing hers. So I was like, I want to learn this. And I'm a geek, so I love to learn technology. I built all my own websites back in the day, and I always dabbled in it. So I got on Twitch and I was like, holy crap, this is like in stereo. How am I going to learn all this? You got to put it all together. And eventually I did. And now I stream horror because that's what I like. That's what I want to talk about in my pastime. So Mm -hmm. while I'm playing Friday 13th or Dead by Daylight and I play with fans and stuff and we just have commentary and we bullshit for four hours and we do Twitch Tuesday and there's just a lot in my fucking plate between podcasting, <laughs> Twitch, yeah, learning new technology, and and binge watching. Yeah, totally. So, but but yeah. um, what's the name of your podcast? So our listeners, if they want to check it out, what do they need to look for? So I have two. I have one that is geared to the adult industry. For everything that I learned in 20 years, I take a topic and I will break it down because it's evolved over the years. Hmm. And if a girl wants to learn about webcamming and the rates and what to do or phone sex or uh, the etiquette of a porn set – then they will look up that topic and it will teach them that. And then that's called Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. And then the other one uh, is an extension off my Twitch, and that's called The Deadlings Podcast. And that is just, it celebrates horror. And we have like 20 questions from fans, and we just start talking about all different topics. just depends on what questions were uh Brought by the fans, you know, emailed to me. 
Oh, nice. That sounds like yeah. pretty exciting stuff. I stay very busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it, yeah. I, I think you, yeah. Managed, you managed to, like, organically answer, like, half or all right. of our questions. Right. Right. I know, right? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Over stuff. But, um, what well, are the I mean, sorry. Two, no, that's, that's okay. No, 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 it's all right. great job. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, so you've mentioned you're, uh, you do a lot of Twitch Tuesdays. Um, so if, you had to, if I had to put you on the spot and ask you what your favorite video game, what would you say that is? So... Right now, I really want to get into DayZ. I really do. But I can't really stream it because there's a lot involved with it, and it's open source world, and I don't even think they're working on it anymore. But it has to be modded up to make it run beautifully. So I'm learning all that. Uh, but I like to stream Friday the 13th because I know it. Hmm, I know awesome. it in and out. And I can take breaks, and I can pay attention to the chat room, and we can fuck around. And it's basically just a game in the background, and it's all about the banter. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a fun game. But gaming, I, I have nobody holy to play shit, with does on that, that waste your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that game, but I, I made the wrong choice in a video game system. I got a PlayStation 4 when apparently everybody else has an Xbox, yeah. so like I have nobody to play with. <laughs> Well, oh, apparently really? no I didn't a, even uh, need a console. I had a computer I could have played it on. Yeah, you can, oh, yeah. so I didn't know that. I didn't, neither did I. Who knew? No, there's two movies you want to find out about, Dave. The, well, yeah, because we, um, you know, I wanted to hear your podcast, so I chose the episode on uh, po- movies about porn. And I was surprised to hear that you hadn't watched either um, Orgasmo or Hardcore. And I want to know, have you actually caught up with those since? No. Oh, I okay. I'm so sorry. I do know <laughs> that Orgasmo is about this kid, right? That yeah. goes on a soap opera set or something. Or, uh, it's actually or no, from the. That... It's actually the guys who did South Park. Um, yeah, it's okay. a, it's, a, it's it's hilarious. It's, it's endlessly so quotable. Funny. I will it put it Jeremy on my. And like, uh, it has a lot of porn stars of the '90s in it. Um, I'll definitely put it on my list. I, I've heard of it a million times. It's just that I never got around to it. But what the hell is hardcore? Uh, that's a oh, Paul Schrader. It's a Paul Schrader movie, right? Years yeah. before. <laughs> oh, it's sorry. a it's a drama. It's a drama. It's Paul Schrader, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, it's a drama that came out like in the seventies, right? Yeah, the very late seventies. Yeah. It was basically uh, eight millimeter. I think like twenty, thirty years before that. Oh, okay. Well, basically, this guy's <laughs> daughter. Um, this guy's yeah. daughter disappears or whatever, and she she gets into the porn industry. And the and the guy hires a private detective to go look for her, who has like his own problems. And then it's just it it obviously sensationalizes like all the gritty and dark stuff about the industry. Like it it you know what I mean. It kind of employs that stuff. But we're talking like Taxi Driver. You know, it's Paul Schrader, so it's going to be one of those really intense movies. It sounds, yeah, it sounds interesting. Have you guys heard about Porno, the horror comedy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it, it actually reminds us of Demons. I don't know if you ever saw Demons or Demons Two, which is like there's a haunted horror theater the in the first one. Oh yeah, no, that's cool too. I love that. That's movie. that's a great show too. But <laughs> um, I don't think I watched Demons though. Yeah, in Demons, it's like a Italian horror film, and basically what happens is um, there's a movie theater that's possessed by demonic a demonic presence and it, it comes out of the movie they're watching they're literally the kids in the movie theater go to a special midnight screening and the props from the movies the movie they're watching are haunted and it infects the audience and they all turn into demons so the other, we saw the porno trailer that was in like apple movies or something and okay. it reminded me of demons because it's kind of like 
seems like a possessed movie situation or whatever. And uh, but it's a seems sex similar. demon, so it's like a succubus. Yeah, in porno, it looks like it's a total succubus. Yeah, I'm in. I want to fucking watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check that out. Uh, Me too. Well, I mean, we like we've always liked the concept from demons, where like you're watching a haunted movie and then the movie comes to life and comes after you. The only other movie like that is there's a movie called Final Girls, where they get sucked into oh, a yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Have you seen this? It's a comedy, but it's like kind of like Friday the Thirteenth. They go into a movie with a Jason-like character and he chases them through the whole movie, and so they try to use the rules of the movie, right? Like if they yeah. apply the rules of like a Friday the Thirteenth, like so you know, don't have sex. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. they but they try to bait him. They like try to get him to come to where they are. So they go, hey, Tina, take your shirt off. She's like, oh, great. And then, like, then he gets, like, he starts to <laughs> hone in on them. Like, he's tracking them, you know, like, right right in. It's a funny movie, though. All right. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it, it, it's got horror elements, but it obviously employs more comedy than, than like, scary stuff. I like stuff. comedy horror. I can appreciate it. We do, too. It's kind of like we, if the we kid love from the blend. Scream got sucked into a horror movie or, like, you know, they, they knew everything to do right. If I remember right. Let me just tell you, when Scream first came out and they broke that formula, you were just like, what? It was oh, amazing. Crap, right? Uh, yeah. Everyone's like, how the hell did this happen? This is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. You can talk about horror movies while you're in a horror movie. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And, it, and it's great yeah. for all the fans. that We've seen all those movies. So they're, re- they're making all these references and we'll st- we're still being terrified by a killer as the movie progresses. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's such a great concept. It was great. They broke the fourth. Well, they didn't break the fourth wall, but the, yeah, they let us in on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and we all got quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always at least one awkward silence. Usually it comes somewhere in the middle, but uh, there's always one. Yeah, there's always one. Um, Rebecca actually started connecting to our social media, which is pretty cool. So then we're connected to hers. So when we share stuff, we can share each other's stuff. Cool. Well, yeah, how do you think um, I'm going to spread the word about this podcast? Nice. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. We spend a lot of time on Instagram. I, I have followed you on Instagram. If you could follow us there, too, that'd be really cool. I definitely will. I'm horrible at Instagram, but I definitely will. We, I'm better at Twitter for we some went reason. To, we went to Instagram because a lot of our audience and listeners went to Instagram. There's, like, some kind of relationship between Instagram and Spotify podcasts for some reason, but it's... <laughs> I guess binge watchers are hanging out looking at people's pictures in the middle of the night. I guess, I guess is I what's I am trapped on TikTok. I can't get enough of TikTok. We ha- I haven't ventured into there, but I guess you'd have to want to make Don't do video- it. Don't, don't do it. I'm going to waste I, more of your time. How much more yeah. time do you have in a day? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I Everything I do happens in the middle of the night usually. It's like uh, – oh, Well, then get on fucking TikTok. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Rebecca, this was great. Thanks for doing our show. It's pretty awesome. Thank you oh, so much. Are you much. kidding me? Yeah, this like flew by. It was fun. <laughs> nice. Um, any parting thoughts for Rebecca, guys? It was so much fun having having you on the show, and I'm so happy you enjoyed Creep Show and all these movies as much as we did. Yeah. You know what? You gave me a homework assignment, mm-hmm. and I thought it was just a TV series. And then the other day when I read your email going, oh, and we're going to do one and two, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so then it gave me something to binge while I was trying to like yeah. do all my other stuff in between. Really and it was definitely, it was so nice. It was, it was nice to have a homework assignment. I felt like a kid again. Oh, oh. yeah. Thank, well, thank you. you. Plus I we love horror. That was awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
And you got to see Leslie Nielsen be a badass. And, you know, that's always. <laughs> oh, my God. That was refreshing because <laughs> I've always seen him doing comedy. So yeah. to me, that was like, I don't remember him in this. He plays a good villain. So definitely yeah. check that out, anyone who hasn't seen Creepshow. Wow. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us out. Thank you. Thank well, you, uh, oh, wait, wait. Nick. Rebecca's talking. Sorry, thank Rebecca. You. I just oh, want to thank no. you all that you know for no, having thanks. me out. I well, really appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. We had we had a great time, and uh, next week we're going to be reviewing Mandy with Nicolas Cage. I'm excited about this one. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, did you, I, did you I, already I, watch oh, it? Oh, oh, she doesn't like it. Oh, oh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Give oh, us no. the dirt before we wrap up. Tell, give us yeah, some yeah, of the dirt. Let's oh my it. God, no! I'm not going to tell you because you're going to watch it and you're never going to get that time back. You're welcome. Oh God, oh, yeah, oh, you're breaking okay. my heart. I love this movie. Actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm already seen it. Hey, Dave, you need to have her back on so we can like uh, we can have a debate on it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Don't man. make me watch it again. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to our guest, Rebecca Love, for coming on the show. You can try Beachbody with Binge to 303030. 30, 30, and our credit song is Give It Away by Luna Wave. <laughs>